What is up, everyone? If you have stumbled across this, this is the shit show. Do blondes really have more fun? And I'm your host, Lindsay, your favorite blonde. What is up, everyone? How's your week? How was it? Mine was great. Um, I'm not talking to my ex again. That's not happening. Ha ha. Anyway, let's move on from that. So um, I told you guys that I was going to have my mom on and it didn't work out and a bunch of you were disappointed because I get it my mom's hot and a lot of you like my mom um I'm giving the people what they want and here she fucking is so this week's episode is going to be with my mom and we're kind of going to talk shit but also be real and give advice and just be ourselves I'm super excited about it we're super nervous I still don't have a proper setup I'm still a procrastinator and I still I'm using my phone so if it sounds janky and awful sorry just deal with it anyway I'm going to do a drum roll and then she's gonna you know introduce herself go it's me it's Lindsay's mom I am the original blonde of this family that is true she is um original blonde and also party freak savage businesswoman bad bitch anything else would you like me to say just the goat just the goat actually my phone you guys (laughs) when I would like hang out with people or when I was dating people they'd be like who is calling you and it would be it would just say the goat and then have like a bunch of money signs and emojis and people were like who the fuck is that I'm like that's my mom the greatest of all time okay um, so let's do some background. Where are you from? Who are you? Like, like, I don't know. I don't know how to say this kind of stuff because she's my mom. So where are you from? Okay, well, it. I'm from a very small town in Alberta, Canada, where we are. Uh, I still don't know who I am. I'm 50 years old and I think I still don't really know who I am. It's kind of a work in progress. So I kind of look at you doing this and I'm proud of you, but I'm like, oh my God, she's just like me. Just trying to figure it all out. <laughs> We're both fucked up, you guys. Um, Do you want to kind of go into, let me just, let's just talk about this small town real quick because I don't think people understand this small town. Um, You guys hear me talk shit about the town city that we're in and I call it Hickville and everything as like a joke but like no my mom's from the original Hickville um like trailer parks what else was there I lived in a trailer park oh okay. <laughs> she she knows trailer park guy, guys like she is like I don't you're not redneck but like I've grown So, yeah, I grew up in a small town and original like from a like probably the first 8 years of my life, we were we actually did literally live in a trailer park, but there's nothing, you know, wrong with that. Listen, if you're not from a trailer park, you're not an OG and you're not a badass because my mom grew up for, in a trailer park and look where she is now and she's still hot and thriving. So don't judge trailer park people, okay, exactly. you guys? Don't judge because it makes you strong. And then I grew up, then then we moved and then we had our own like acreage and stuff like that. So uh, that was a step up in the world. But I was young when I was in the in the trailer park, but it was still good times. You got lots of neighbors 
can walk to school. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's like camping. It's like camping. It's every like day. camping. <laughs> oh my fucking god. I could not imagine living in a trailer park. You guys, my mom has been so amazing to like make this amazing household for us because me and my siblings are princesses. We are so high maintenance. Like we were the kids that would go to day camp and be like, oh, you guys don't even have like the right apple juice. Like we are so high maintenance. We can't even like camp without bringing a bunch of shit. So it's really funny that my mom's like a trailer park girl and comes from like a farm and like rode her horse to school. And I'm like, mom, where are the Jeep keys? Just like totally ungrateful, but whatever. Um, do you have any wild stories that you'd like to add about your small town before I move on from it? Because this podcast, we need some wild stories and I want one of them from the small town and then I want one in like your 20s and my age, but I want you to like transition into that. I don't know if there's any real wild stories from my small town. Like what was your favorite memory from being like a teenager? Yes. Oh my God. So driving. Like, lots and lots and lots of driving. Like, I don't even know how we paid for all that gas. Like, for real. Because we just drove. And because you, there's no cell phones. There's no, you know, we... we Did you went. fucking hear that, you guys? Okay, no cell phones, no Google Maps. Like, if you're lost, you're done. And then you go into the bush and you and there's literally a party in the bush. That's like a bush party with a bonfire and everybody's out there and... It's it's exactly classic the way it looks like when you think of like a bush party. So your whole week was based around like where is the party going to be on the weekend and how do we find it? Because yeah. it's, you have to find people to find out where it is. And then if the location moves, it's not like you can't you can send out like a mass, you know, social media post about the party has moved or the party has broken up. So it was like adventurous. Like all you did all weekend was drive around looking for people. And literally we would drive up and down our main street. We had like one street in our town (laughs) and they would, they would drive up the street, turn around in like the grocery store parking lot and go back down the street, back up this, like all day long in fact i think they had to pass a law to keep people from turning around in that grocery store why for the partying i don't know it was just like you know waving at each other and it was just like the cool thing to do like driving around um can i just say were you sober during any of these times yeah yeah we were young how old are you most people would like no but like we all underage drank well yeah for sure but also (laughs) we we that was our only mode of transfer transportation so Mm. you got your driver's license when you were like 16 like the minute you turned 16 yeah you know or you were driving without a license when you were like 14 15 you were using your parents car because that's everybody lives out in the country too so you couldn't there's no busing there's exactly it's a lot of driving a lot of beer and a lot of pizza there was gluten everywhere (laughs) she's gluten-free now you guys so (laughs) we wonder why we have such issues and it's not because my mom was like a huge partier or anything like that no but um i know it was the 80s yeah it wasn't the 90s it was the 80s so like we didn't know anything about anything like Mm -hmm. we didn't know what was going on in the rest of the world all you knew what was happening we had two like tv stations and one of them was 
you know, like the small town TV station. And then one was, you know, CBC Canada. And we all know if you, well, you guys don't know, there was, there was nothing on there. So you didn't know what was happening in the world. All you knew about what was, was with what was happening to you right there, right then, which I think was kind of a good thing, but your vision was kind of small about, you know, the world. Um, I just want to say people are probably going to be like, oh, I want dirt on your mom's dating life and stuff. Um, unlike me, my mom was in a very committed relationship when she was a teenager and I, I've never been, I'm the complete opposite when it comes to that shit. So I know you guys want some dirt on it. We'll give you dirt on other stuff, but unfortunately my mom was a good girl. though. What? Remember when we moved here and who is the principal of your school? Oh, you guys. Okay. (laughs) Me and my mom, for some reason, have issues like getting away from our exes. They just kind of follow us and like love us. Like we all have mutual love for our exes and still care if you're on good terms. But um, it's really funny that like (laughs) my mom left the country, left the country, married my dad. (laughs) Moved around in the United States, came back to this area in Alberta, and we walk in, and she's, like, taking me to school in elementary, and her long-term high school sweetheart, almost the dude she married, is like, hey, girl, and she's like, uh, what the fuck? The principal of my kid's school. I, it was, anyway. Awkward. Pretty awkward. I mean, honestly, did we get away with some stuff? No. Yes and no, but I think that's hilarious that that's a common thing between you and I. <laughs> so um, my mom's going to kind of talk to you guys about her 20s because I think it's really important. Um, and this podcast is about kind of being in your 20s and relationships and stuff. So we're going to transition into that. So... What what was it like being in your 20s? Like, I want to know if you were me in university, what was it like? What did you guys do? Did you guys party? Did you have fun? Who were you dating? Were you not dating anyone? Uh, well, we would work. You know what we did? We worked really hard during the week. And then we spent the weekend looking for more people because we worked hard and none of us ever had any money. And so we would have school all week long. Uh, sometimes we went, sometimes we didn't. And then the weekends were all about going down to, uh, the electric Avenue and looking for more people and lots of beer, lots of people, lots of shots, lots of puking, (laughs) lots of cab rides. Lots, lots of, I don't think that part of your twenties is any different. I don't think that's it. Do you want to say what your major was so people get an idea? Oh, I, I, I became a nurse. So, um, does that tell you guys anything? There's like a TikTok, and I've shown my mom this and it's like, who is the bitchiest, most popular girl in your school? What's her major? And everyone's like nursing. Yeah. My mom was in nursing and she was the most popular, not the most bitchy though. Well, it wasn't like that back then. Like, it wasn't as hard to get into nursing as it is now. And so we were, like, not very, those kind of people. We were just partiers, and we thought, you know what? We don't want to be teachers, so I guess we'll be nurses. And it wasn't like it was 1938. It was 1988 when we all decided to do that. But not a lot of women didn't do anything else but become a nurse or a teacher. But we all lived in residence, which was super fun. We had one phone for 24 of us. One phone with a cord. (laughs) This is like the 
guys, like, 20-year-old guys' dream is just a bunch of girls living together. And I know guys, like, fantasize about it. Basically, it was a sorority. All the nursing residents lived with one another. And I don't know if you guys... We'll just put in guys' minds. Yes, they did pillow fights. <laughs> All that shit. We were watching Days of Our Lives. We would, like skip classes and watch the like a soap opera called days of our lives and, just and, and general hospital and drink beer and eat pizza there was two seven three seven three seven three pizza 73 Woohoo! trash <laughs> absolute trash and it was it was fun it was the best time ever uh we didn't do so great in school but we became you know see school's not everything you it's guys not everything. it's not my mom's not even a nurse anymore she has a completely different career and different life and that's fantastic because i feel like i don't know if anyone else's parents are like this but my parents are fucking cool and they were like you don't have to be the same thing all your life or you don't have to get a degree if you don't want to like it's not a big deal and c's get degrees that's right i always say never an a plus student like i'd come home and be like i got a 60 and my mom's like yeah <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> that's like the household that i grew up in and that's just kind of how it is um in college what's your best advice to give to people who are in relationships or not because you were not in a relationship or well you kind of were but like what is your best advice for people who are dating in your 20s. Because I always kind of shit on it. But well, I just had a bad experience. So, Well, the reality is that marrying the right person is going to set you up for success for the rest of your life. Because if you don't marry the right person and you end up getting divorced, you're that, that cuts into how much money you make as an adult. Because then now you're splitting yeah. your money. That affects your kids. It affects your life. And everybody makes a mistake and it's totally okay to get a divorce. But, you know, that shouldn't be something that you're thinking about when you're first going into it like oh I can just break up with this person if I don't like it you got to know that there's going to be consequences that that come with that so you're saying you're kind of on my team with maybe don't be in a committed relationship in your prime time 20s well I don't think anybody should get married until they're 25 because from from 20 to 25 you change into a completely different person. Because when you're 20, that's when you're just going, like you're kind of like right in the middle of university or or like working. Like that's like when you're just coming into being an adult, even though mm-hmm. you say you're adults at 18, you're not an adult. Uh, and in 20, and then by the time you're 25, usually you're finished school, you're in your career, and you've, com- you've turned into a completely different person. And either that person who you're with when you're 20 is also a completely different person for that goes with you and mm-hmm. walks like a parallel path with you or that person and you are on completely different paths and it's not going to work out. No. So I just want to say you guys my mom has instilled in me a growth. Um a lot of people our age don't really think about that but when I was in my relationship, a big thing was like, if we're not growing together and making each other better, it's not going to work. And we're really young to think about that kind of stuff. And that was my bad to be in a relationship and kind of be wifed up like that and start thinking about that. Cause you know, I should have just been having fun in the first place, but also every six months, you grow. It's like throwing out clothes in your closet. Like you're a different person. You think differently, like almost every six months. So you just and have to remember ugly. that. Yeah. And you're like, it's like, it's a transition and it's not yeah. pretty. It can be really, really ugly. 
but you have to go through those different stages so that you know who you who you want to be but the person who you're going to be with for the rest of your life is not usually I thought it was going to be like Prince Charming kind of or like this person that you were just like oh my god he's so hot and I'm like passionately butterflies yeah that's not do you want to tell people your relationship with my father like how that happened like like the blind date like how you didn't really like him oh my god yeah well I was like I was like a nurse and that's how you met people that's the the only way that you met people was the people you worked with or like your friend group and Mm -hmm. in your 20s you don't really have you didn't really have like a big friend group because you're always working and there's no way to get a hold of each other like we have to use the phone i just want to say like that's like a big thing is people need to understand that like people are going to come in and out of your lives and that's just how it is everyone thinks like oh you're not friends with this person anymore what happened i grew like it's not a fucking big deal my mom says this all the time like as we get older, we're going to see less and less of our friends. Like, my mom's best friends, she's known and grown up with and parties in that small town forever. And they see each other, what? When do you see, like, your girlfriends? Uh, well, like, twice a year. Or sometimes we haven't seen each other for, like, three or four years. And that's fine because you totally still fine. have, like, the love and everything. And you guys have separate lives and you still respect one another. So that's also a big thing with relationships. It's, like, you're not going to have... A ton of friends and that's kind of a good thing well and i think the other thing is is that we our generation was we didn't share a lot because yeah we're oversharers yeah you're and you're over advising each other like we never gave each other advice unless like it was like a life or death situation and we just listened and were supportive and non-judgmental because we really didn't know any better we didn't know any differently. We didn't know that women had like arguments like they do on TV. Like that, that's like the worst thing that you can see is a bunch of housewives sitting around yelling at each other. That That's not friendship. That's reality TV. That's not real. She's would, shitting on my housewives, you guys. It's fine. Yeah, well, I would never talk to one of my friends. <laughs> if one of my friends called me a bitch, I would never get over it. I'd be so devastated. Yeah, us us blondes over here, we hold grudges, people. Just remember that. Yeah, so, but we never we didn't have any drama because we weren't in that yeah. oversharing. We don't try and parent each other's kids. We just, you know, w- wish the best for everybody and move on. We're, we're too busy doing other stuff to be worried about what, yeah. what our friends are doing. I think our generation has to realize how grateful we are because our parents was the and their parents before them was the generation to transition us into being successful. Like they were the hard workers and laborers to get us where we are. And like, that's our grandparents. And then our parents are like the transition to fully get us there. So we have to understand like, you know, our, we wouldn't have technology and stuff like that without our parents. So to be more grateful, that's kind of like, well, in in our, in our, if, but that's how different it is. Yeah. Well, in your parents. So if you're like my age, and you're like, we're called Generation X, and you guys are Generation E, Z, we had, like, nothing, not even, like, four channels on our TV when we were, like, 18, and then by the time we're, like, 40, there's been, like, VCRs and videos and iPhones and, like, everything. Netflix. Netflix and streaming and, like, I don't think there's a generation that has had more, like, inventions and, like, that we had to roll with. Mm -hmm. and figure out because we didn't learn how to use computers 
Yeah. I couldn't even type. I couldn't even send an attachment on an email. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, let's get back to my father because this is really important, I think, for dating, because a lot of us have their perception of like I don't know, a lot of us think we're either gonna have like a butterfly moment or we're going to have a lot of attachments to one person like memories like my mom said she was in a long-term relationship with someone from high school and like I don't know like how also how did you get over that before I even talk about my father like how did you you guys just ended it right but yeah, and I moved away, and there's no way to get a hold of me because he doesn't know my phone number. Yeah, like my dial-up phone number. Yeah, like, there there would be no way. Like, can you tell people how to understand how it is to get over that? Because I've never been in a long-term relationship, and a lot of people struggle with moving on from people that they have attachment to, and it's not even like love anymore. It's just you've it's gone through so. Yeah, it's, it's ha- a habit. You've just gone through so much. Habits are hard to get over and comfort is hard to get over. Yeah. And so sometimes you're comfortable and it's a habit Mm -hmm. and there's little things that that person does that that give you that little feeling where you're like, "Mm, I don't know if I really agree with that, but you make excuses for it and you think, oh, he's, he just wants the best for me or, you know, he's doing that, you know, because he doesn't know any better. But there should be no excuses when it comes. You shouldn't make excuses when you have that feeling that you're not with possibly the right person. Yeah. Because you've got that little inner thing inside you that tells you whether you're making the right choice or the wrong choice. And that has to do with girls too. I think guys, this is a thing that I've talked to my mom about. Guys, you are obsessed with your exes. And I think it's a first love thing because I think guys are less vulnerable and emotional and have well they're lazy yeah so you guys when you first have your first (laughs) love you guys are like oh my god she's gonna be the only one i need to stay with her um fyi no or if you break up with her you think i'll like i can just sleep with her again because it's easy like it's i've already and it will work out you know so i'm just gonna keep going back to that person and that's just that's wrong and it's bullshit because you're just holding yourself back i think men are holding their themselves back worse than women are sometimes especially in our generation like it's re- the amount of guys that i've like gone on a date with or hooked up with and went to my mom and been like he mentioned his ex and she's like what the fuck why would he mention her that is the worst tip don't mention your ex don't even be like i was in a relationship like five years shut up it's, just end it end it no no, stop she talking. She not want to hear it. No, I, like, if I'm, this is kind of gross, but if I want to hook up with you and sleep with you and you're like, oh, Stacy and I, like, okay, no, that's not going to, that's like a sympathy th- fuck. Like, why would you ever want that ever in your life? Yeah, don't do it. That's a, that's, dumb. that's red flags. Don't do that. You'll never get it. You'll never get the right girl if you keep going back to the wrong girl. Yes, that's a very good tip. You'll never... I don't think you'll even be the person who you're meant to be if you don't leave that no, behind. You're, yeah, because you're... And why would you keep putting yourself and her through that? Because it's not fair to you and it's not fair to her either. Exactly. So I think that the 80s and 90s when you just split and you didn't even know where to find each other. Awesome. Amazing. Awesome. And then if you met each other later on, like... Then you know. Later, and it was like, you know, still there, then good. But yeah. you, you can't you can't break up with somebody and be friends. Yeah, no. You can't. So don't 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 say oh well we'll just be friends that's dumb 
Just she's, break up. She's, hitting, she's, she's talking about me. No, it's, it's everybody in general. Just break up and don't speak to each other for a year. Don't think, don't even be in each other's business. Because mm-hmm. if you're in each other's business, you might as well be in a relationship still. Yeah. It's, it's really like not healthy mentally. Facts. Um, so let's get back into my dad because this is really important because <laughs> I've dated and hooked up with a lot of guys and I've had like butterflies and my mom's like, no. And so I want her to tell you guys this because it was a fucking Yoda moment. You're welcome. You are Yoda. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. She knows. She's like, yeah, bitch, I'm Yoda. I created you. Um. So what was it like meeting my dad? First of all, set this. they met on a blind date. Yeah. Well, so, so a friend of mine said, oh, hey, I know this guy and he was volunteering with her at this thing and. I'm like, I don't want to, I had a dog. I got a dog. I don't need any. And you just got out of what? No, I hadn't, I hadn't been in a relationship. But before then. Oh yeah. Like a shit show of a relationship that just. Loser. Was so dumb. I can't even, I wish I could go back and just apologize to everybody who knew me then. Cause that was just like, put an L on your forehead. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck men. Yeah. So, and so he called me on the phone and I talked to him a bit and he's like, Hey, do you want to meet me at this bar? Cause this is the only way like you can be with people is if you go somewhere and meet them. And I said, Oh yeah, I'll totally be there. And then I never went. Okay. This is like, <laughs> if my, if you dated me or like you had a relationship with me, um, and you're like, Lindsay, why are you like this? Cause I'm very kind of stone cold. I'm lovable, but it takes a while. Um, I get it from my mother. <laughs> I, I was, was tired that yeah, night. Yeah, like, I will ditch you. I was just trying to get him off the phone. Um, also, I just want to say, my dad was dating somebody else. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, my Dude, dad. Girl. Yeah, 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 my dad kind of pulled yeah. a cheating move. But you know what? Here I am. Go for it. That's what men do, though. Men don't break up with somebody until they're sure they got somebody else. Because they're lazy. And it's okay to be lazy as a man. It's not a negative thing. It's just that. You know, why would you get rid of somebody unless you had somebody else lined up? Yeah. It's kind of just smart, actually. <laughs> but anyway. Women, let's do it. Yeah. You should totally Go listen that. to my um, other episode, Build Your Roster. My mom really liked it. Yeah, that was a good one. I wish I would have built a roster. But I did. I know. I know. Here. I, I wasn't that confident. And so then he, like, called me again and said, oh, hey, we're going to this. I can't even remember some stupid concert. It was, like, something, some band that you would never know anyway. And, uh... I said, oh, yeah, I'll totally be there. Nope. Nope. Didn't go. This is how persistent my dad was. And men. He didn't know what I looked like. He didn't know anything about me. Oh, my God. This is so weird. Yeah. No. Like, okay. I could have been a. I was pursued for so long before I was finally, like, fine by lots of guys. And I just think it's funny when guys are pursuing girls because it's so fucking annoying. Yeah. And then when they have us, it's kind of like. Yeah. They love the chase. I guess dad just loves the chase. I don't know. And then he called me like the third time and I was like, oh, I'm just going out the, out the door. I got to walk my dog. And he's like, oh, I live right by the park. And so then I met him at the park. And then when I saw him, I knew I did not have like butter. Like, oh my God. Like he's the most amazing. I didn't have that no. at all. I actually had this. Oh fuck. That's the guy I'm going to marry. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It's it- like, a. it's like, I don't know how to explain, uh, explain it. I've had like a feeling similar to that and it wasn't really a feeling i told my mom this it's almost like a calm and you're like oh shit like in your head you're like 
Oh, fuck. Or or maybe it wasn't that I was going to marry him. I knew he was going to be a significant yeah. part of my life. Like, he was going to be part of the there, journey. And it's not necessarily, like, a body thing. It's, like, your mind. It's yeah. kind of, like, wind hitting you. You're just like, oh, really? Yeah, because he, like, it wasn't. Yeah! I was totally, I wasn't attracted. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. Oh, my God. <sighs> no, but then, and then you get comfortable with one another. And then it's almost, like, how do you describe, like, your romance with him? It was, like. It was just easy. And mm-hmm. it was like, I already, well, the, the thing is, though, I already knew 100% what I was, like, where I was going. Yeah. I made my own money. I was, like, buying my independent. own things. I was, like, super independent. And He's codependent. My dad, it's actually really funny, him and my ex-boyfriend are the exact same in some some ways, is that... So be careful. Watch that, because if you have mommy dad issues or daddy <laughs> issues, you're going to attract... Yeah. The wrong kind of a thing. But anyways. I feel like men are just all codependent. Some women are, but... I don't think he was codependent. What What was good about your dad is he was like, oh, okay. And so he had two choices. He could, like, walk along with me and, like, come with me. And, like, fall totally in love. Fine. Yeah. Or it was, like, done. Like, game over. Like, I don't have time to mess around. I think I, I was 24 years old. Yeah. He was 24. I was moving already. He's like, oh, okay, well, I'll come. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then we're like, oh, I guess we'll get married. Oh, okay. And then. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't fireworks and all Do you want to explain? Because a lot of my mom's friends have been divorced or like, let's be honest, like not every relationship was perfect. And I'm kind of throwing you and dad under the bus because yours is not perfect. I think ours is a good example they, of people. They, my parents, how do I explain this? they're they're like toxic but it works in the sense of like my parents could get mad at each other for like I don't know like an hour over stupid shit and then they're like so are you coming to watch HGTV with me upstairs (laughs) and then like he's like rubbing my mom's foot and just like like, acting like it's all good yeah well I think that you gotta you gotta be with somebody who accepts the full version of you yeah. You know, like, you got to know that you can't change people. Because he probably tried to change me at the beginning, and I probably tried to change him. And we probably both realized that that was pointless, and we're both kind of lazy. So maybe we didn't mm-hmm. even want to deal with that. But it, it's it's so important to be with somebody who lets you be 100% you, but then also, you know, pushes you a little bit into, like, being somebody that you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, like... They're part of like your journey and you got to think that you're going to be the co-owners of this big corporation, which is your family. Like that includes money and your house and who's doing what and what, like, it's not like a romantic thing. I mean, obviously romance is involved, but I, we've never had a date night. I mean, you guys, if you you have to have a date night, then there's a problem. You do it. Like for me, I know I'm just not, like, I'm a romantic person, but I'm not. I'm very, like, my mom in the sense of, like, this sounds really bad to say in front of my mom, but, like, I want you for specific needs for me, and then I want to be, I don't know, myself, and I also (laughs) want to be independent, but, like, I want you to come with, I'm like my mom. I want someone to come with me, and I want us to fulfill each other's needs and support one another but also be ourselves and not hate on each other i just want to say also my parents don't like the same music you guys don't like the same tv you guys don't really like like you you guys have your own things and i feel like a lot of people have our own job our own own jobs you 
have your favorite kids, you have your own shit. And I think that's really important because I think a lot of us trying to find somebody, whether it's in friendships or whether it's in relationships with people um, who are the exact same. Of course, you have to have stuff in common, but really what matters most is growth growth and value. Like, do you guys believe kind of in the same things? Do you guys value each other? 100% the same values. Yeah. If you have 100% the same values and needs and growth and, like, views on life and ideologies, you're fine. You don't have to like the same TV. You don't have to like the same music. You can get fucking annoyed with one another. That's, like, superficial stuff. Yeah, like, it's kind of rom-com. And if you're in a relationship like that, good for fucking you. But, like... And it's could could you ride in a car with this person for the next like fifty years? That's what you really have to yeah. ask yourself. Like, yeah. and could you like make it? Like, could you like stop and get gas and do all the things you need to do when you're on a long car? Crying ride kids, like, murdering each other, yeah. or hate? Actually, no, you want to murder each other, but not like. But you you don't hate each other at the end of the day. No. Yep. And, and you get there. Mm-hmm. It's the person who's going to get you there. Like, if the other person's going to bail out of the car and be like, I can't do this anymore. That's not, not your person. person. Not no. your person. You, I think people have this persona of, you know, fantasy. It's all fantasy. It all has to be Prince Charming. And it has to be, we have to be so in love and all this shit. I want everyone to look at their parents and be like, what is their deal? Because I look at my parents and... They, I know they love each other, but it's not like that. I guarantee you 95% of your parents' relationships and they love each other and they've been each other, with each other for years is somewhat toxic, but yeah. it works. Yeah, because it's about committing and doing, like, accepting that person. But there's criteria where you can't stay with a person if they're, like, a beater, they beat you up, if they cheat on you, if they're a drug addict, they're Gambler. a gambler. Or if they're, I can't remember what the fifth cheater? thing is. Beater, cheater, IV drug user, <laughs> alcoholic, compulsive gambler. Yeah, that's what my mom's told me. Unfortunately, we've both been... Otherwise, in- most men are the same, yeah. too. But you cannot tolerate that kind of behavior because... I mean, everyone makes mistakes, but at the end of the day, you know, it's not worth it. And the other thing is, is you got to love yourself. you got to know that you're more valuable than, than that, person. that person. And that person has to value you as much as you value yourself. Mm-hmm. And when they make little knocks at you, like they pull, pull you back, that that is not supporting you. That yeah. is them trying to make you who they think you should be. Yeah. And it takes a lot of like self-awareness for you to be like, Oh no! I want to be this person. Mm-hmm. So so make sure that you're like I say, walking a parallel path, not the same path. I I'm gonna be vulnerable for a second. In my relationship with my ex boyfriend, we did the opposite. We tried to make each other who we wanted each other to be, and we had this idea and persona for one another because we were so insecure ourselves and trying to impress one another and intimidated that we kind of were faking it till we make it about one another and not fully being ourselves because he was super successful at the time and doing his professional thing. And I just got off of, you know, a trip of a lifetime and I was starting a career in something. And we both, instead of being like, yeah, we're fucked up and we don't really like ourselves and like we have our issues, we kind of just sugarcoated everything and we're we tried to be this powerful couple, even though we never took the time to be like, 
we're fucked up. And we never told each other that. We kind of did. We tiptoed around it, but we were never like our full selves. And I think it's really important that you are friends and get to connect with that person first because you and dad weren't really like lovers. You guys kind of just like... Well, and you got to be individuals. Yeah. There's no such thing as like a couple. Like, you know, like you have to be individuals. You can't be together and thinking to get about each other all the time yeah no that just will drive you insane i had a 48 hour rule and like with and i didn't just have it with my ex i had it with lots of people and everyone hated it because guys are needy and horny but like i thought it was really important because then you realize your own shit that you have to do and your own individual self like when i well, because if you spend every minute of the day with that person, yeah. you never get a chance to get, be away from them and be like, oh, maybe I, like, I... I want that. You don't know anything different. I like vanilla milkshakes. He says I like strawberry, but I really like yeah. vanilla milkshakes. Yeah. I think it's really important But share a that. bank account. So oh, the yeah. number one, like, marriage advice is share a bank account because 90% of people are going to break up over money. And that is just shows that you trust each other. Yeah that's a huge trust issue is like sharing money and it's a huge part of like you know being together is like the car ride can you be in that car ride together forever because if you have separate separate bank accounts and you're each doing your own thing do you really trust each other yeah no not really so Mm -mm. what's your favorite memory in your 20s party fun memory that you to this day is like that was the best fucking mardi gras mardi gras you want to uh, tell the story? You want to tell the full? No, I want, no, I'm not. That that's that'll be boring. Let me just say Mardi Gras because if you've never been to Mardi Gras, it's insane, and there's a ton of shirts off, tits el- out, tits out, <laughs> alcohol, doors full. It's unsafe. You probably shouldn't be there without like super. I feel like you should supervision. you should tell the story a little bit more. No, it, it, well, that's another episode because it will take no, no, just ex, just explain because now people are intrigued and it's a really good one and I t- I want her to tell this to everyone that comes into my house because it's so fucking awesome and it's like better than barstool worthy. Well, we we decided to go to Mardi Gras and you and who my two girlfriends from high school who are like the OGs, basically my aunts. Right. Yes, and so. We had to get a reservation at a hotel, but it, Mardi Gras reserved like years in advance. And so in order to get the the reservation, I called and there was like one place available. Like I'm using a phone book, you guys. There's no internet. There's yeah. no like checking out what it looks like from the outside. And so we get there and uh, we didn't realize until after that we, we checked in that the deadbolt part locked on the door, but the hinges were off. So you could open the door... Like, there was no hinges on the door. Like, so if we unlocked the deadbolt, like, the whole door just fell. So, basically, they could get murdered at yeah, any time. Yeah, and it wasn't a hotel. It was a motel. So, it was, like, like... In New Orleans. In New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was bad. And then we uh, went to this bar, and we were, like, having, like, so much fun. And we're just, like, God, like, why are we getting, like, all these drinks and, you know, all this stuff? And there was girls in there, and they were just... they, But we noticed... I think we were super drunk when we got there because we noticed that they were after a while that they were just wearing like bras. They weren't wearing like shirts. So you're like, are you a stripper? We were not like a, yeah, no. Yeah. We were in like a topless type thing. You can't be totally nude in the U S that nice weird about stuff. Anyway, (laughs) so we left that place and then it just, it just went 
crazy from there. Um, my mom <laughs> got these slushies, and do you know what alcohol was? Oh in? yeah, Everclear. Because they're. Do you guys look up Everclear if you're not um a U.S. citizen? Everclear, like if you take more than two shots of Everclear, you should be dead. Yeah. Like it's that bad. And my mom and her girlfriends are like a hundred and ten pounds, like five foot five, walking around like, oh, this is so fun with slushies around their necks. But we're Canadian, and Canadians can drink more because we have more alcohol in our beer. I guess. And they were just sipping on Everclear. And how did you wake up the next morning? Oh, yeah. We all woke up in the same bed together. And my my boots, I, it's hard to say this on a podcast, but I had taken my jeans off with my boots on. <laughs> and so we look over. One of us, like, looks over, and we're like, <gasps> Because we thought there was a person because my jeans were standing up. My boots were standing up and my jeans were like in them. So it looked like somebody was sitting in the chair with my boots on with my stalking you like just sitting there watching us sleep. Oh, my God. And some guy was there. And I remember his name to this day was Andrew Clarkson. (laughs) You're out there. Shout out. Shout out. Because we had his driver's license. He came home with us with my other girlfriend. Woohoo! It was funny. It was the best time. And I remember Lollapalooza's. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Lollapalooza is big music festival. The shit. Don't go to Coachella. Go to Lollapalooza. It's the best. But And Blockbuster. That mm -hmm. was my other favorite thing about the 90s is that the video store Blockbuster, because there's no Netflix, there's no streaming, there's no... You have to literally go get a movie, rent it, bring it home, put it in your VCR, and watch it that way. But it was so much... Like, it was the best. Because everyone... Then you saw everyone at Blockbuster, because... That's yeah. where everybody... Also, was. like, guys, there was no Snapchat and shit, so, like, your sh- your stuff was never exposed. So they could do wild shit and have these If you nights. are a man and you are over the age of 20, you should never be on Snapchat. That is such a juvenile... I mean, people use it for, like, sneaky shit. If you have, your like, your roster, like, nudes... Well, just be a man then and just send them. Yeah, just send them over text. Stop and, or women. Post. I mean, yeah. you shouldn't be communicating with potential... Like connections or hookups connect, hookups on snapchat i mean they should respect you enough to text you yeah and if they want to send you something like that then they need to, boys and girls need to have the balls to just send it yeah so sure. and the thing about nudes is i am totally in the whole you know that pornographic ideal ideal ideology was created and so it's not like you guys are like doing something wrong it's been perpetuated so yeah. it is what it is, but don't be, don't be wild guys. Well, and don't, you can be freaky, but don't show your whole shit. Yeah. And well, you all know that it's, uh, it's going to be out there. Yeah. Like that. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually it's all going to be out there. So if you're going to take the risk of doing that, then I think that you guys all know that that's the just ask thing. to see us in person. Yeah. Like have so the balls dumb. be like, Hey, I want to hook up with you. How about like, I'm going to call you. What's your number? Yeah. What the? fuck happened to that that's the other thing when we were young like you had to make a move you had to have big dick energy because if you didn't make the move you'd mm-hmm. never see this my mom again, says this all ever. the time she's like does he have big dick energy and i'm like uh and she's like well does he text you does he call you does he? and i'll be like no and she's did like did he walk up to you and say i need to see you again so like how can i find yeah you? and then she's like small dick energy bye and i'm like mm, true it, it's it's all true dming people on instagram or dming anybody that's so easy i know but how do you get their contact information well how what kind of connections are you making through a photo anyway i don't know everything's photoshopped like you don't even know true true facetime's the real shit 
Well, what's your, so out of all this and this whole conversation, what is your top five or top three main pieces of advice? If you're in your twenties, this is your prime living life, male, female, what? Make your own money. Mm -hmm. Make your own money, whether you're a man or a woman, like make sure that you know, like make money, Mm -hmm. know how to make money, do that. Uh, Make mistakes because if you don't make a mistake, you're never going to learn. Mm-hmm. And like, like be a kind person because you're going to be a shitty person because you're selfish when you're young and in your teens and your early twenties. But if you're kind and still selfish, it's okay. But just be a kind person. Stop being an asshole. I don't know when it came, became acceptable for people to just be assholes all the time. Mm-hmm. Like be kind, be nice to each other, build each other up. Like, yeah, this is such a pointless time to be doing all that shit what else for love what do you have for the lovebirds out there the lovebirds i don't know i don't you know why you know, i said when that. you That's know weird. you know and don't lie to yourself yeah don't lie to yourself and, and think you know when you know when you don't because you yeah. either know or you don't know. and that has to go for guys too yeah. guys know guys know when a girl is potentially even if you know a girl now and you, it's not the right time, you know if she's going to be, like, a wife to you. She, You know in the future, I want her to be my wife. It's just not the right time. Well, like, yeah. everyone kind of has that. Like, I even have someone else that I'm like, I could marry him. I don't know. Because you just vibe that way. But it's not the right time. Right. And guys guys and girls, you, you got to realize, you, the girls are powerful now. Girls oh, are yeah. not, not mm-hmm. the way they were when I was growing up. We were all trying to please everybody and be nice and not say anything that would hurt somebody's feelings. But girls are powerful now. That doesn't mean you have to be a raving bitch lunatic. <laughs> I mean, you're powerful and you can you got all the choices in the world. Yeah. And you don't have to settle for for somebody that doesn't do it all for you. Exactly. You know, because sometimes though you're attracted to them, but they're they don't have a job and they don't have like that. You can't see yourself with this person forever. Basically, know your worth and step and up. And don't marry any, anybody or commit to anybody until you're 25. Yep. End it. End it. Mike fucking drop. Um, how did you guys like that? I gave you guys what you wanted. The goat. The savage. She's opening her drink. It's bothering me. I'm giving her the stink eye because we're still technically recording. Anyway, um, I hope you guys liked this episode. Have an amazing, fantastic week. I hope you got to know my mom a little bit, where I come from, who I am, as well as her. Um, Have a great weekend, fuckers. Anyway, um, do blondes really have more fun? (laughs) 